2: Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
4: Do you feel pressure on yourself, Matt? I know we talk about Justin proving over the final seven, six games. You as the head coach, do you feel pressure on yourself to prove to ownership or Kevin, whoever that you're the head coach long-term moving forward?
3: Yeah, I can see progress, you know, and I, and I told the players in the, in the meeting and we can show them that, you know, we can show them real tangible progress. And like I said, it's our, it's our charge is to na- take that next step. And, uh, you know, in terms of what you know, the pressure thing. Uh, really, it's that's that's the NFL, right? It's about executing. It's a week-to-week league, and uh, you know, the story of the world's written every single week. You know, so that's the way it goes, and and that's where you're at. And that's the life we live, and I've been living it for a long time. That's the way it goes.
5: You know, just doing all I can to, uh, you know, make the team successful. So whatever that you know uh, includes, you know, what whatever play call we have. Um just you know doing that play call, focusing on on that play call, operation. I mean there's a lot of things, you know, quarterback has to, you know, do a lot of things in terms of, you know, uh, you know, motion landmarks, um, mechanics in the two minute drill, so um, third and down protection and stuff like that. So it's numerous things that I can name off, but you know, just just doing my job and you know, um, doing it to the best I can when it matters, so yeah. It's Adam Stadzinski.
2: Steve Rosenblum on 670 The Score and 670thescore.com in Odyssey Station. Wow.
6: Wow. A liner for the Thanksgiving show. It almost sounds stunned. professional. It's top billing.
4: Well, you drive the show, dude. Uh, no, it's yeah. all you. It's no, all you. you go right ahead. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm not prepared for that. Welcome, welcome quick, in. Come on now. Thanksgiving.
6: Happy Thanksgiving morning. Steve Rosenblum, Adam Stadzinski. Ooh, I did it in the wrong order. He's Adam Studzinski. I'm Steve Rosenblum. We're with you on Chicago Sports Radio 670, The Score. Our phone number, 312-644-6767. Broadcasting live from the Hyundai Score Studios. Brought to you by your local Hyundai dealer. That number, 312-644-6767, will get you to our listener line, powered by BetQL. Bet smarter and beat the books. Download the BetQL app today or visit BetQL.com. Same number three one two six forty four sixty seven sixty seven also gets you to the scores text line. So we have much planned today for your holiday out there in Radio Land. We're gonna start with this. Sunday was the worst thing to happen at Justin Fields evaluation.
4: I can't wait to hear that. Why why like I can't I, 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 I You w- told will... me you told me that that's where we're gonna start uh uh-huh. earlier this week, and I said, All right, I w I can't wait to hear it. I will tell
6: you The only conclusion you can arrive at as well.
4: And I will bring that to you later.
6: And that goes for whether you're a former quarterback, your guy Chase Daniel, or... uh, Our guy. Bears legend. Or a general manager. That's true. He's a score legend. And uh, we'll hear from Matt Eberchoke. You heard from him coming in, as well as Justin Fields. You know what? Bad, smug, and stupid is no way to go through life. (laughs) We'll discuss what he said, why he said it, and why do the Bears continue the clown college. The Steelers did something the Bears refused to do. That always seems to happen. There is yet another area in which Bears coaching staff led by Matt Eberchoke, has failed the quarterback and the offense and his precious defense over which he was flexing. How long is that list now?
4: Of of, of failures? Yes. Yeah, it's got to be pretty long, right? Yeah, but yeah.
6: he think he sees progress.
4: Progress. Yeah, because
6: he's doing he he's doing gummies. We'll hear from <laughs> 10 Je- Tim Jenkins.
4: He's on that. He's a, he's a, and, he's in the Wake and Bake Club.
6: Yeah, Tim Jenkins. You loved this, studs. You love the idea that he didn't know how we could watch the Bears.
4: Oh yeah, that's that. Yeah, we're gonna play that back.
6: L M F A O. <laughs> Kyle Long, former Bear, found a positive in Sunday's debacle in Detroit. Martellus Bennett did not, and he was telling <laughs> some truths this week. Guys, Just, telling it like it is, man. Um. Maybe we should do is spend the morning letting letting listeners, letting callers imagine new ways in which Matt Eberchoke and his Bears can lose. What ways are lose? there that they haven't lost yet? Because this was record setting. Yes. This was NFL and franchise record setting. Uh, these other things that you need to know in our opening billboard. Your next chance to see Connor Bedard score is Black Friday, Blackhawks Friday. We should call it Blackhawks Black Friday. Matinee Day oh, like like against that. the Leafs in the United last Center. Night? He, scored he, last night. Yeah. Well, he tenth has, goal of the season, he did, right? and that was it. Yeah. He scored last night while the Blackhawks soiled the bed against the dog right. breath. Well, Columbus Blue Jackets.
4: Yeah. Well, that's it's going to happen for a while. But one
6: of the worst, one of the few teams worse than them. That yeah. was the thing.
4: But you know they're not good. <laughs> bad teams lose to bad teams. So the
6: Bulls have been outscored in the first quarter, 231 to 160 in the last eight games. (gasps) (laughs) They failed to start. They failed from jump again with or without Zach Levine. You couldn't even notice that he was missing. And there's always some form of failure with this team. and, And Scoop Jackson, we'll hear from him. We have audio of him. He'll tell us later who and why. I got my thoughts on this. There are 12 new names on the Hall of Fame ballot and you, White Sox fan, Trash Panda?
4: Oh, oh, oh don't don't put that on me. There are two. No, large, I'm I'm I I renounced this team long ago. It took Lawrence took longer than me. I'm out. No, I've been out.
6: You've got the stink of White Sox. Why? Like, you. no, that's
4: not fair. You yeah. can't keep labeling me like that. I yeah. refuse to be labeled thusly as a White Sox fan. No, uh, no, 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 you
6: may not. You may have lost the label, but the stench remains. That's unfortunate. And <clears throat> how do I cleanse that? Bruce Levine said the Cubs are big into Shohei Ohtani. We haven't heard anything. They should be, and you don't want to hear anything. And Tyler, we're gonna have Tyler's been working to get Shohei Ohtani in
4: the nine o'clock hour. Oh, good. How's yeah, that, Tyler, goes, Tyler. Has that Any luck, Tyler? Unfortunately, not. Oh, come on. You had one. It was the only thing we asked for. You had one job. You had one job. You had to find Shohei Ohtani. The Michigan-Ohio
6: State game, I need to apprise you of this, broadcast people. Michigan-Ohio State game will be live on The Score Saturday at 10.30. We are your pregame show for the triple header of NFL football. It starts at 11 o'clock when the show ends. Our guest today, Mark Podash of the Sun-Times, Talk Bears at 8. Oh, Mark Grody, The Score's Bears reporter at 10, a Saturday suckage reunion on Thanksgiving. Oh, I can't wait for that. So let me get to this. I think Sunday was the worst thing to happen at the Justin Fields evaluation. Wait on me. Tell me. He looked terrific until he didn't. Mm -hmm. He ended the game with a familiar result. Okay. Before that, he was running and passing. The combined yardage, 270, looks great. 169 was in the air. That was it. He threw for a touchdown and no interceptions. That's nice. A nice return from a guy with a bad thumb. A TD mass... A chippy pass to DJ Moore was terrific. That a strike, looked, that was, was a strike. climbing the pocket. That was professional quarterbacking. Right.
4: That's, Which, that's frankly everything. We everything we we've seen. been asking for from
6: him. Right. So you saw it once. Pretty shiny thing. You saw it once. It's an explosive play, and you know he would have been over 200 yards. If Tyler Scott catches that ball, and then we wonder why do you throw to Tyler Scott when you have DJ Moore, who was brought in for these moments,
4: or Darnell Mooney
6: running that route, anybody? So, so you it, have a tw- wait. You have a twelve-point lead in the house of the division leader, and you choke, and you lose, and you set a record in doing this. It is histo- It was an epic fail. Now Justin Fields says. The good stuff, the first 55 minutes, that's who we can be here. Mm-hmm. He's talking about it. And we have sound of Justin Fields. Tyler, are you listening to the show? Can you play Justin Fields right now?
5: I think for the most part, we, we showed who we were, you know, except until the end of the game. But, um, you know, focus on finishing better and, you know, uh, finishing out the game when it counts and, you know, when a drive comes up, um, you know, making that big play when it matters. But, um, I mean, yeah, we're definitely excited for this opportunity. Um, You know, the Vikings, they've been playing, you know, great this past few weeks. So, um, definitely excited for the opportunity. We we get to have a Monday night and um, get to go out there and bowl up.
6: Fields and his history of failing, of, of losing the ball, are also who they are, who the Bears are, who he is. He has a quarterback rating of 60 in the fourth quarter. 35th out of qualifying quarterbacks, just to clarify, not a good thing. No, it's, it's bad. There's bad coaching. There's bad playing involved so, at the most important point. Now, what that does is why this is the worst thing to happen. You cannot possibly have a clear answer mm. of yes or no because you have 55 minutes of, oh, my God, and then five minutes of, oh, my God. So, all right. i, I so tell, me which, as, tell me which
4: tell me which fairy tale you want to believe. I which well I I I I understand what he's saying about you know the first fifty five minutes like that's who they can be that's and they've actually when Justin Fields has been in the game for the last in his last what three and a half games we'll call it minus the first half against Minnesota and the last couple drives against Denver. And the last drive against Detroit, or maybe the last two drives against Detroit, the offense has been pretty good. Right? They've moved the ball really well. They scored a bunch of points. Justin Fields has nine touchdowns in those four games. When's the last time we saw a Bears quarterback do that? It's been a while. Eight of them came over two games, right? So I understand what he's saying about that. That's who they can be. The problem is they have to do it consistently and they have to do it in the fourth quarter. And I'm I'm with you and like I was I was really in my feelings after the game on Sunday. Lamenting another I, Justin Fields fumble, I saw right, and people were lighting me up for it, and like I had to clarify, like I'm not blaming him for them losing the game. He made the throw that should have won the game, like that throw to Tyler Scott was a dime. It should have been caught, finished the route, and it, and then you can also talk about the process of why isn't that ball going to Darnell Mooney? Why is Tyler Scott? So you go back and you look at the formation on that play. They had Tyler Scott alone to the left. They're in shotgun, and then they had. They started with DJ Moore and Cole Komet in kind of a a staggered staggered off of each other to the right, and then they motioned Darnell Mooney from right to left, just pretty much into a trips formation, right? So now they have Darnell Mooney, DJ Moore, Cole Komet, their three best receivers all on top of each other in trips to the right, Tyler Scott alone to the left. Why don't you have Darnell Mooney alone to the left? If, If you're running a go route there, if that route is just a go route and we hope we get it. I wonder why that's not Donald Mooney.
6: Tyler Scott's probably faster, but the Mooney call is correct because he's the guy. He would attract more attention.
4: And, and he and Justin Fields have worked more together. And Donald Mooney knows that he can make that throw. That when he puts it up there, if I have my guy beat, I just got to keep running because he can get it to me. Okay. You are,
6: you're one steadying your way through this. Trying to combat <laughs> my argument. So if, all right, So Back work to the back to the, right? back to the
4: back to the back to the point that we're trying to make: it, the the fumble, right? It can't happen. But where? How much of that particular fumble? And look, I realize that he's got a fumbling problem, and you're consistent in saying on a weekly basis on Saturdays that he he's is a, a threat, to a threat, a threat to lead the league in fumbles every year, every year. And this year he's got. One two three four five five fumbles. So that's in the seven games that he's played. That's not good. <laughs> 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 Trash so, panda. We want to send that out yeah, on the tweeter machine. Yeah. Can we say just say that's not good? I want to put that out there. Just to but clarify. I think that this particular one. I'm curious how much you put that one on him because I said as I thought about it more, and again I was lamenting after the game, how how he, this happened again. Like, he had a chance to go lead a drive and a fumble happened. And yeah, then I go back and I think about it, and it's just like, it's also the same hell that we've been dealing with because he made the plays to win the game, and the guys around him let him down, and then we get the, the critical fumble. And on that particular play is the only time that Darnell Wright got beat clean all game by Aiden Hutchinson. So he's got a guy in his lap right at the top of his drop. That's not his fault. His fault was not holding the ball. And you it is are, tough you, when it is tough when a big dude like Aiden Hutchinson is like, yeah, I'm slapping the ball out of your hands. And okay. actually
6: two big dudes coming at you because you got the back of Darnell, right? Yes. I understand yes. that. That is, whether that's fair or not, the quarterback is expected to him. hold on to the ball. Right. And he has a problem doing that. And that's exactly, you can't say, well, for the two games before, the Vikings game where he sucked, or the last five minutes before they when they didn't do anything after 55 minutes. Take the 30,000-foot view of what you have and what you expected when he came back and what everybody said, which I don't believe was inaccurate. This mm-hmm. was a proving ground. Evaluating him. This season was all about evaluating him. Still is. And it, Sunday was the worst thing to happen because – you cannot believe all the good stuff you cannot throw out the bad stuff it is the wor- there's no there's no decisive no polar there's 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 such an argument there that it frustrates me that we don't have an i do have an answer i'll i'll give i'll give you a conclusion later and you're not going to like it but i will give you a conclusion later he he played a game that you wish you could bottle, and then, oh, my God.
4: And so, again, I go back to this team continuously letting him down in critical moments. Like, how many times have we seen him make the throw? You go back to, was it the Miami game last year, where he made the throw that would have give them, given them a first down and threw it to Equinomia-St. Brown, through an absolute dime, yep. dropped, Yep. right? How now, you, go, th- now you, you can have go this Go back game. to the Steelers game. In right, and- where he he went down and got the lead, and his defense gave it up. Right, right. So it it it's it really is like I understand what you're saying now about this—the worst thing that could happen because we still get the incomplete conclusion where, okay, like he made the plays to win the game, he played well enough for them to win, and then did make a mistake in a critical moment. Don't think of
6: it as incomplete. Look at the whole picture. Now, is this a guy you'd pay 200
4: million dollars for? right now i'm leaning no as of this moment like and i said coming into uh this this last seven game stretch i was thinking to myself anyway that he's on prove-it grounds for me now like you like you need to win me back like i'm not out out but really? he needs to win me you back more. you were the more. biggest field's meatball i had come across i don't know if i'm the biggest
6: oh yeah But oh,
4: yeah last year stuff well, you, gotta, you, and you meatballs, had meatballs you were all in you have to it, look, look like he's got to prove a bunch of things. And, and look, if if the question is right now, do you keep Justin Fields or are you going after Caleb Williams, Drake, or Drake May? Drake May, thank you. Caleb Williams Dra- or Caleb or Williams, Joe thank Montana. you. Or Joe Montana, right? Because <laughs> he's a choice. So if if that's the choice right now, I'm leading you keep Justin Fields and you keep building around him. But we have to see what happens over the next six games. Now, are you paying him two hundred million dollars? No, but I think as of right now, if your options are take one of those two quarterbacks or pick up the fifth year option on Justin Fields, take Marvin Harrison Jr. in, in the top three, which you're, you're probably top two pick is what you are going to have with Carolina's pick, mm-hmm. and probably most likely a top ten pick with your own. Then you keep building around Justin Fields. At that point, you pick up the fifth year option, and I don't know if you start working on an extension right away, but now you still have, now you have two years to figure out what kind of extension to give him, if you're going to give him an extension. I think
6: that's a viable plan. I don't want to give him money. I do want to find out more. And what you're walking into is a discussion I want to have okay. about Justin Fields and my conclusion, based on what I've seen so far and what Sunday crystallized for me. He's Adam Stadzinski. He's the headliner Hello. today. He's Trash Panda. I'm Steve <laughs> Rosenblum. We are Chicago Sports Radio 670. The score, if you have a thought on this, would you pay Justin Fields the money? 312-644-6767. We're going to take a break. When we come back this Thanksgiving day.
4: By the way, are we calling this Saturday suckage no. on, on a Thursday on no, Thanksgiving? I told,
6: I told Tyler not or to no? play the suckage. We're not going to do no, the we're roll not doing call. It. This, is, this is Thanksgiving. Okay. I didn't, I didn't know how we were labeling this. When it's just, it will, at 10 o'clock, when we talk with Mark Grody about the beard, it a will reunion. be a Saturday 2nd yeah, reunion. reunion. Yeah. yeah, so there we go. We can, we can do that. We'll also bring you the Thanksgiving recipe of a lifetime. Yeah. Can't wait. You don't want to miss that. Chicago Sports Radio 670, The Score.
0: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe.
2: Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game.
3: You have 47 new voicemails.
2: Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
5: I mean, yeah, I just felt like um, I did a pretty good job of, um, you know, getting the ball to, you know, DJ and spreading the ball around and, you know, protecting myself when I did run the ball and take off and, um, what really just stood out is, you know how we stood out as an offense and you know how just dominant we were all game. The O line did a great job protecting, um, you know. Runners did a great job running the ball. Yeah, and I mean you know everybody was doing a job and you know that's the, that's what we want to focus on on offense. Just everybody doing a job and um, you know all coming all coming together to uh, collectively as one. You know, just trying to uh, put our best foot forward and you know try to put a point. So
2: Steve Rosenblum, Adam Stadzinski on six seventy the score and six seventy the score dot com in Odyssey Station.
6: Wait, that's not what Rick Party said last oh, time. Whoa, whoa,
4: whoa. Worlds have changed now.
6: Yeah, I thought it was Adam Studzinski. That trash panda was the star. And by the way, 618-TEXTER, our text line 312-644-6767. I am embarrassed I did not come up with this. 618-TEXTER called this sucks Oh, That's outstanding. How did neither of us come up with that? That is just outstanding. Well, you know, we suck. Yeah, we, we suck we. So, you, yes, thanks. so you don't have to. Well, 309 texture. I'll take one for the team today, and today I will suck so you don't have to. Well, I already did. Well, it's 2 eight Yeah, and I shall wear my Trash Pandas Minor League T-shirt to complete the honor of the duo. <laughs> yeah, that's what this I still this need to started. get one of those. Yeah, yeah, the whole Rocket City Trash Pandas, and you got all upset because they were lionizing raccoons.
4: I your, still stand
6: by that. Your father shoots from the bedroom window. Anyway, he still does. He says, thanks for working, lovers of losers. Yeah, Travis, 100 miles south. Happy Thanksgiving to you and everyone. All right. Shout out to the 309. Here is what. Here's the only conclusion you can come to now. Justin Fields is just good enough to break your heart. mm Justin Fields is replaying Jay Cutler. I was just going to say you're saying he's Jay Cutler. Yes, I am. Because the narrative around him was this. And we said it. I said it. Look, all right, get him some receivers. Right. Maybe get a line that can block. Right. Use the running game. They did. Get, and get and him he a, got to the NFC Championship. Get him a tight right. end. Right. And he got there, and he suffered an injury right. that was, he, in a lot of places, been unfairly
4: blamed. That was I a think has, I think he is unfairly blamed.
6: Yes, but in large part, career thirty thousand foot view. Mm-hmm. Just he enough. would he would be really good. Look at that arm. Look at the running. Look at the way he commands the field. And then,
4: back-breaking ca- interception,
6: killer mistake, right? Or that's, killer game. That's Justin Fields right now. Is the only conclusion you can come to now. That doesn't mean it can't change because, of course. Just, Jay Cutler stays healthy. And I know we're playing if it sounds like we're doing Wani again. But <laughs> if Jay Cutler stays healthy that game, I'd love the Bears' chances to win. But Justin Fields is next, not being next... helped by the coaches and some some play, bad play. And maybe by guys who shouldn't be in there again, that gets back to bad coaching mm-hmm. and Eber choke doing the whole humana humana humana. Wait, not to lose. The only conclusion I come to with Justin Fields, he's just good enough to break your heart. I need to disabuse him. He needs to play, so I disabuse
4: myself of that conclusion. He needs to play, and you need to see the consistency. Is what you're saying, right? Well, that's what the next six games are about. He's got to be consistent. That's what yesterday, I mean Sunday was about. (laughs) And, 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 and. I know, like you keep playing the "what if" thing. Like he makes the throw to win the game, and then he makes the critical mistake, and then and then and then and then. And I, I do like I, I was thinking about Jay Cutler too, the this this past week, for the same reasons you just laid out. Like you see the tantalizing talent and the streaks of good games. Like hey, we can say he's on a hot streak right now for the like overall. If you look at his numbers, nine touchdowns to two interceptions. That's the kind of. You sustain that over a season—that's really damn good, mm-hmm. right? You're taking care of the football for the most part, and you're throwing a bunch of touchdowns. That's like quarterback play. That's what you're looking for. Points, right? Points. And but then you get the the critical moment, backbreaking interceptions, and you'll you'll get the terrible halves, like like against Minnesota, and he gets himself hurt, and then the team can't. Operate properly because they don't have their starting quarterback. And you go back to what was it, 2011, where the team was rolling. They were seven and one, seven and two, and then Jay Cutler breaks his hand mm-hmm. trying to tackle a guy on an interception, and the season's over. So <laughs> that's a very
6: Jay Cutler moment. If you were to have a a a snapshot of Jay Cutler's Bears career, right. it was looking good. Look, killer play, right? Killer, just he was great. They were great. They were rolling. There you go. Killer interception. Oh, killer injury. Well, it's crazy
4: is they won that game, right? But it, w- it was like at what cost. <laughs> Josh McCown became you know, turned into Tyson Bajan. That's that was a couple years later. Hey, oh. Yeah. Who was the two thousand eleven? Was it I Caleb? I think it was Haney? I think it was uh No, not Caleb Haney. Caleb oh, Haney, oh, yeah, Caleb, Todd Caleb Todd Haney Collins. did come in. No, Todd Collins was the year before. Caleb Payne came in for, like, two games, and it was terrible. I was like, oh, okay, so this is this is, this is over, over. Yeah. And I can't remember who finished out the season after that.
6: So, Tyson Bajan has one more win than Justin Fields. Okay. He's... He's two and two. That Justin mean Fields
4: anything. is not. Let's not do the quarterback wins thing. I, I'm just saying he's been there for two victories. He has been, he was a part of two victories, uh-huh. both games of which Justin Fields could have won. Okay. There are three levels of quarterbacking you win because
6: of. Right. That's top level. That's that's Tom Brady. Yes. Right. Patrick you win Mahomes. because of him. You win with him. That's with the Tyson Bajan level. They won with, with him. him. And then there is the. What, win despite of yes Rex those, Grossman. Those are the three levels. And for the longest time we were wrestling with when do we get to see win because of Justin Fields? And the Washington game was was a perfect example of that. That kept taking advantage of the stupidity. Mm-hmm. And you know what what I really liked of all the things Justin Fields did, I had I every time he runs I think that's
4: wonderful and stupid. <laughs> I, it is because As long as it, it's it's wonderful as long as he it he did a great job of this on Sunday, actually. Like slide, get down, don't put yourself in harm's way. True. He did a great job of that on Sunday. He did a better job
6: of many times getting rid of the ball. Yes. The thing that we that led the sacks, to interceptions and just all kinds of frustration.
4: That I really like for whatever was, he did, and it was one of the first times actually where you know you're sitting there and you're watching the game on your couch and you start saying, "Get rid of the ball." It's been three seconds. Get rid of the ball, and he was doing it. He it was heard one of the you. first. Yeah, it was one of the first times where I felt like he was hearing all of us saying, "Get rid of the ball," and then he did. It's like, yeah. oh, look at that. Did he? Do you think he read your tweet where he
6: said, "That's it. I'm out. It's over. <laughs> We're all you. You need to, this is from the first segment. I actually, you
4: need to explain to the class. Share with the class what you had done. That- I. So I had to walk this back because I saw Grody tweeted something on the lines of Justin Fields was great, and then, you know, team fell apart around him. And I said in my laments at the moment, I was like, he made a critical mistake on the last drive again, and I said it's over. And I went, I went back and walked that back because I was like, I don't really feel that way. I was just angry. <laughs> and... <laughs> I think I might have just deleted it because I was like, I really don't feel that way. <laughs> I was just, it, I was just not in a good mood after the game because I, ke- I kept walking around after that game, and I'm like, every like ten minutes, I just, I was watching the game with some friends. I'd, every like ten minutes, I'd go, I, how did they lose that game?
2: Mm-hmm.
4: I, it's just like I can't believe they lost that game. Like how? So I just had to, had to, had to walk some things back and admit my, 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 my wrongs a couple of times.
6: That's um, why we love the whole idea of Studzinski and meatballs cuz Studzinski is the lead meatball. That's That's <laughs> leading from the front, man. Yeah.
4: And so yeah, sometimes I'll say something that's kind of meatbally and then I'll settle down in the the part of my brain that's actually rational. Knows, rational and and somewhat knows what he's talking about. We'll go, "I ah, think you're done. Yeah, that's not right." <laughs> <laughs> Walk that back.
6: <laughs> 312-644-6767 is a number that will get you to our phones and get you to our text line. And here's Glenn from Rockford. Welcome to the score. Happy Thanksgiving. Glenn. Hi, Glenn. Thanks guys. Listen, they, the Bears
3: didn't lose that game. The coaches lost that game. The last four minutes when the, when they had the ball and they ran the ball three times and didn't go anywhere, they should have done the first down pass and kept the clock running and kept the ball and not let Detroit get the ball back. And that's the whole reason they lost.
6: Glenn, Glenn if they the had, middle. if they had, if they do a, Pass on first down and it's incomplete. They don't get keep the clock running like you said. So I know. They, a, well, I know you know. You pick. said that, and then <laughs> that's wrong.
3: I'm sorry. Oh, you're right. You're right. Okay, they should have just done a short pass to get the first down and kept the ball until they ran the clock out then the the lions wouldn't have had a chance but that was the reason they lost the coaches caused that problem I, see but i the don't say a great game up until that point and the coaches screwed it up because they were trying not
4: to lose see i do agree with Glenn on this the coaches were playing not to lose I, it and for instance they lost. and for, for every
3: time you play not to lose you end up losing
4: yeah you're right appreciate it have a happy thanksgiving glenn thank you for the call and and so were they really more so than that last, second to last drive before the lions Got the ball and went down and took the lead. the The drive where they kicked the field goal to make it a twelve point game, right? That was the same drive where Justin Fields had that third and fifteen scramble that gave them the first down and he's dancing and everything, right? Then after that, I, sh- I should shimmy after, I after twerk. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> that's not something I want to visualize. Don't put that in our listeners' heads, man. I so that drive right there. The Bears immediately, after they got that conversion and they have all this momentum going, I thought right there, I was like, they're going to win the game. Because at that point, there's six minutes left and they're up nine. And I thought they were going to go get a touchdown and win the game. And then they just immediately started playing for a field goal. Which is silly because if you're the coaching staff and you're Luke Getzi or you're Matt Ibraflus, you have to say, like, we have have everything going for us right now. Justin Fields is feeling it. We need to go get a touchdown and end this game. Because that would, like... With a field goal there, the Lions still have a chance. A touchdown, it's a three-score game, and the, it's over, right? I And so you could, you had a chance to go break their backs, and you gave them life by kicking a field goal, and it's still a two-score game at that point, right? I don't think – I don't know if Matt
6: Ebertchoke will get fired for bad coaching. I don't know if Ryan Pulse should. It this way. The shame is that you can't get fired for cowardice. Ugh. I I, I want I want spineless coaches because I don't think he. You're three. You have you're three and six. What do you
4: have to and lose? And you're playing the
6: first place team on the road, and you have a lead, and you have a chance to. And later on in the show, I will I'll give you an example of how Matt. Yet another area where the coaching has failed, the players failed the franchise, and maybe Ryan Poles is too stupid to see it because. Matt Ebertroke is still there. He's still coaching. But <laughs> I, if you have that chance, like you said,
4: kill him. Do it. Yeah, Where's to. the aggressiveness that and you it, showed all game? It's the line, you, they could have learned a lesson from the Lions the week before where multiple times they're going for it on fourth down, like that fourth down in, I think, one where they went with a quick play action hit their blocking tight end over the top for an easy touchdown. And then later in the game when they have a chance, like, okay, we can kick the field goal right now and then the other team gets the ball with some time left, or we can go for it, get the first down, and now the game's over because we're going to run this down to a few seconds and kick a field goal. Yes. So that kind of stuff that Dan Campbell's team does is why the partly that attitude is partly why the Lions are in the position that they are. And because his team never quit on that game, they always believed they had a chance to win, especially after because you gave them life by kicking that field goal and not that I disagree with kicking the field goal on fourth and five at that point in the game. Like, yeah, of course, in that spot, make it a 12-point game. It's the fourth game. and it one was, that it cost was, them the game. It, well, that and the, the the three plays before the field goal that cost them the game. Put the ball in the hands of your best players. Play your best
6: players. More often. Coaching has been an issue. We will get into that with a specific player. We'll put a face on it that faces Montez Sweat. And while you bring up Dan Campbell, there seems to be clarity in what Dan Campbell, the what he says and the way he coaches. There seems to be a bunch of gobbledygook with Matt Eberchoke. We will play it for you coming back. I'm Steve Rosenblum. He's Adam Zinski.
3: Yeah, um, yeah. I know there's a lot of talk about that. I understand uh, the question, and, it, and it's a good question. Um, but in that drive, there was what, 11, 11 plays, and he took three of those off. Yeah. I believe it was he played five in a row, and then they were going no huddle, so you, you couldn't get him back in. Yeah. I mean, there's some. Yep. So they just, jumped in for the last one. Yep. Yeah, you certainly want to see that rise. You know, you always want to see that rise, and it's been rising. You know, so um, you know, based on what he's done in his career to what he's doing with us now, it's, it's risen. Right, you know, eight, nine percent, whatever that is, um, it's going to continue to rise. You know, I think the way we practice and the way we do things, you know, I think, uh, you know, he will be in there more as we get going. And of course, we want him in there on critical downs, you know, third downs, two minute, all those types of things. And, and
2: uh, you know, he will be. Steve Rosenblum, Adam Stadzinski on 670 The Score and 670thescore.com in Odyssey Station.
6: That was Matt Eberchoke. Although many textures, three one two, six forty four, sixty seven, sixty seven, seem to prefer Eber Luz. You know what? I think That's, they're both good. Yeah, that'll, work. that'll point. work. Okay. So what he was talking about was Montez Sweat. He's the guy you paid all that money for, or well the franchise paid all that money for. He's the guy you desperately needed to rush the passer. And on the last drive, he wasn't in there for every play. And so he acknowledged it's a good question. He acknowledged he should be in there. But that's not what he said earlier in the week. No, it's not. What he said earlier in the week, well, it became not only a bit of a parody of the Bears coach. I should say interim Bears coach.
4: but Oh, he finally became, got the interim tag, huh? Yeah.
6: I was waiting for that. Interim, I, I, I'm surprised that it didn't come sooner. I, I, I failed you. I didn't know that this was sucks giving. I failed there. And I failed in calling him interim coach. Matt Eberchoke. So back to why don't you explain to the class what they're about
4: to hear? So Matt Eberfuss on Monday, when he was asked on, on Monday about the same topic, why wasn't Montez Sweat on the field more? So for reference, Montez Sweat played 39 snaps of the 62 or 63 defensive snaps on Sunday. That's 63% of the snaps, right? And they referenced this, the, 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 Bears media core did by saying Aiden Hutchinson played 92% of the snaps. And they the Lions' defense had a lot more snaps than the Bears' defense did. Lions' defense was on the field for 40 minutes on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Bears' defense was 19. Right, half. that's part of the record. Right? To have the have three
6: turnovers right. and time of possession of 40
4: minutes and lose the game. No one's so, done that bad, yeah, no, Eberchoke. Yeah. Congratulations. So... Now this, they asked him about this, like, hey, why wasn't Montez Sweat on the field more? And the answer you got was essentially that's just how, this is how we do it. And so he's talking about the rotation of the defensive line, which I understand you do need to rotate guys to keep guys fresh, but your best players, Montez Sweat, need to be on the field the most. Like, that, he's not a rotational player. He's just no. not. Yannick Ngakwe, you can rotate. You don't want him on the field on rundowns. I get that. Right? The rookies, the interior linemen, like Andrew Billings isn't going to play passing downs. He's going to be out there in your base for rundowns, right? Jervon Dexter, Justin Jones, those guys, Zach Pickens, they're going to rotate fine. None of them are are, are guys that you. None of them care, are Montez that, Sweat. Yeah, none of them are Montez Sweat. Montez Sweat needs to be on the field nearly every play. He should only come out when he needs to, right? and But Matt Eberfuss is calling him basically a rotational player. And he says multiple times, "This is how we do it," which, of course, led to the the parody uh, that that we're about to hear. That right. this is how we do it.
3: That's just how we do it. Did we see what was up your sleeve? I don't know, what's up yours? That's just how we do it. Everything's looking where it is, in terms of good. That's just how we do it. Now, that's an important part of, of uh, being having tactics. That's just how we do it. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's like, uh, it's like you know, we're just going to leave it at that.
6: So there you go. Done by Ray, Ray Diaz. Diaz. That, was,
4: that was Ray Diaz doing it on the fly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, this was an all-in-the-moment thing because the Ibrahimou's presser happened while we were on the air, and so we get this audio and we're and we're, we're making fun of it. And Lawrence says, "Ray, we need that remixed like as soon as you can." And he did. And so Ray spent the next hour jumping back and forth, doing his normal EP duties and working on that, so I could just focus on the board, and came out with that beauty. And that's outstanding. So you're. Matt Eberchoke is saying,
6: that's how we do it. And then a day later, two days later, he says, well, you want your best players out there where you've seen that rise. It was, and then there's more because reporters didn't let it go. Nor should they. And there was yet another, here's the one with a question leading up to yet another answer.
1: Is there, Uh, is there a point though, when kind of going back to the sweat conversation, like he wasn't in on that final drive. Point where you're just like itch count, be damned. I need my best linebacker
6: out there,
3: yeah, yeah, you could, yeah, you can do that, but you want to make sure that you're, you know, you got to be mindful of the health of the players, you know, I think that's important too.
6: So, maybe which is it, Matt? The linebacker was hurt, maybe he wasn't. He seems to just gobbledygook around until he runs into an answer. The problem is. It seems like three different answers, three different times he faced the question, three different times he
4: responded to the issue. Yeah. <laughs> so it, this is this is the maddening thing with this particular issue when it comes to Montez Sweat. Tremaine Edmonds, I, I understand a little bit him being on the field less Sunday because he's coming off the knee injury. He's not quite 100%. He mm-hmm. was out of practice all week until Friday. He was limited, right? And so I understand that a little bit more. He needs to be out there on the most important plays, though. For instance, the first Lions touchdown of the game. Dylan Cole's only snap of the game was that play. (laughs) (laughs) Why was he out there? And I'm not necessarily saying that Tremaine Edmonds makes the play that Dylan Cole was trying to make and chasing down uh, Jameer Gibbs on that play. But he would have been a hell of a lot closer. Yep. And he needs to be on the field. And, and, and And we don't know if Tremaine specifically came off on that play, like, said, hey, I can't go right now. My knee's bugging me. If that's the case, then fine. But they didn't seem – and that's the maddening thing that I know, like, Jason Leisure and all the Bears reporters have been dealing with, is specifically this year is they can't get straight answers. So you get – what we're talking about here is you have three different answers to essentially the same question. Why is your best defensive player – and I don't know if Montez Sweat is necessarily their best defensive player. I mean, top three player on their defense. Why is he not on the field more? Why is he not on the field for your critical downs? And we don't get a straight answer. Is it because of the rotation? Is it because, well, we need to have him out there. It's like, Matt. Is he not in shape or was right, he yeah. hurt? And it's It can't be that he's not in shape because he was already a full-time starter and he just switched teams. Mm-hmm. And so I, we would. I I were. I actually this week and, and maybe during a break here we can go back and look at his snap counts when he was in Washington. I imagine he was out there quite a bit though, and I'm sure they have yeah. a rotation too. Because especially because their defensive line is so was so good until they traded everyone. But this is the maddening thing is we can't get a straight answer about this. Like what? Which is it, Matt? Tell us why. And you're the head coach. You can tell. Whoever it is, your defensive line coach, you can tell him, I don't care about the rotation. Montez Sweat is going to be out there unless he takes himself out. What's that? If only only the head coach had a defensive coordinator who
6: would listen to him.
4: And this goes back to the whole reason that he wasn't calling the defense in the first place for the first year. Up until Alan Williams was told to go away. See, that's a whole other part of this. The, the, the point you're making, the frustration
6: in your voice, as well as the point you're making and what we just played, the Bears don't seem to care. They are shameless in not caring that this is the face of their team. This so, is the voice heard most often, and it's stupid. It comes across with dumb.
4: sheer idiocy, and you can't you can't communicate? And it's it's not that I think that. Foos is a total idiot. Like if if you're taught, I guarantee that if you sat down and just talked to him, he'd be fine. You know he can tell he can communicate. It's, it's the the mics aren't on. We can communicate about hey that what's going true. on here.
6: He's he's sounding like the paranoid football coach. The the stereotypical or the parody of She's a paranoid, fine paranoid football coach. He's trying not to answer coach. questions just like he played
4: not to lose. And exactly. There you go. And and you if you're the Bears like you can't like you're saying you can't continue having this guy like this is the guy who talks the most. He talks 3 times a week during 3 times during the week. Yes. He talks after games. He's the one that answers the questions the most. He can't you can't have this. Like if I'm Kevin Warren I'm sitting in my office like I how 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 does he just sit there and be like how do you not talk, dude? But we don't know
6: that that's the way Kevin Warren feels. He may appreciate the idiocy of the whole thing.
4: He may not notice it. Kevin Warren's a serious person. There's no way he's sitting up there and being like, this is okay.
6: 312-644-6767 is the number. Studs in the house, 847. Happy Thanksgiving, Rosenbaum and Studs and producers. Thanks for manning the mics. Johnny McTwitchie. Yeah, speaking of Dave Baum, we're not on the Twitcher. No. We don't do that Not right, important. unless you have a Zitzen plug adapter. That's what <laughs> Dave Baum had. And then you can get Channel 1. 262, Texter. Love the clown show. We have our own problems in Green Bay, but the Chicago Bears can have Patrick Mahomes and Bill Belichick, and for some reason, the Bears will find a way to lose. It's ownership. Eh, I wouldn't be talking right now in Green Bay. 708, Texter. Rosenblum, I'm delighted to hear your voice this morning. This is the last trained Turdsville music teacher hoping to give you a new earworm you can put into your intro. Well, we'd be good with that. But by the way, the whole Belichick Mahomes thing, I'll ask you this question. We'll ask Mark Potash when we get him on after this break. But the question is this. Who has better weapons? Justin Fields or Patrick Mahomes or C.J. Stroud? Ooh. I'm Steve Rosenblum. He's Trash Panda. Going ooh, We're it's a good Chicago question. Sports That's Radio, six seventy. The score. With that, I'll
7: open up to questions. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.